With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. night a big hump day and a happy hump day to everybody out there in the listening audience welcome back to another episode of the stoop radio show right here on blog talk radio voted the number one talk show in all of langhorn Woohoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo. <laughs> i love these uh fictional rankings that i give our show uh, i am your host jeff the shark perini with me, as always, my co-host, limbering up over there. Looks like she's in the bullpen getting ready to come in and throw some fastballs. <laughs> cranking out that shoulder. The lovely, the amazing, <sighs> the talented, the wonderful. Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening, and uh, welcome to another episode of The Stoop. Good evening, Jeff. Happy to be here. How are we doing? We're doing great. We're happy to have you. Uh, we're happy to have you a little more uh, nimble. Monday night show, Jewel looked like uh, she was on her way to the hospital. <laughs> With this you know, big heating pad on her neck. <laughs> Body casted up. But she's back, and she's ready. And we're all ready. We're ready for another great episode, because that's what we do here. We do it on Mondays. We do it on Wednesdays. And this week, we're doing it tomorrow night. We're doing it Thursday as well as a little makeup for a guest that we're supposed to have last week that we missed. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Uh, we got some guest names that are coming up. We uh, got another one to announce uh, for February 5th. Lots of stuff going on. February 5th, Jewel, uh, that is Monday. Yeah. And the reason why I'm – yeah, right. And the reason the reason why – not the reason. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying that is because by the time we come back on the air Monday, we will be – the host town, the stoop, will be the town that is home to the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. We will be champs. Super Bowl champs. The big game. Jewel and her multi-arms. Jewel's doing a multi-arm and dance. She looks like an octopus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, would, this show really needs to go uh, video as well as audio. The great stuff that goes on. We're During trying. These we'll it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so by Monday, we're going to be the, the Super Bowl champ. And i got to tell you. Probably not going to be sober because I'm probably still going to be drunk from the night before. Ripping the oh, city my God. Apart. Do you think anyone's going to go to work the next day if we win? I mean, when we win. I've actually, I've actually heard a lot of companies talking about shutting down. I think my wife said there's a possibility her company might shut down. I mean, the city is going to be Monday and Tuesday useless. Everybody's trying to get to the parade. Um, everybody, of course, if they win, Monday is going to be just insane in the city of Broadway Love. We wait a long well, time for this. So the parade's supposed to be Wednesday, right? I thought it was Tuesday. Is it Wednesday? Oh, I don't know. That's just I don't weird. know. All speculation. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all speculation. 
Uh, yeah. Speaking of speculation, I, I forgot it today. I'm a bad, 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 bad host because I forgot something. But we could always do it tomorrow night because uh, tomorrow night's just our Super Bowl show. But I got a listing of some of the major prop bets that are going on. Um, first commercial, uh, length of the national anthem, first song, Timberlake breaks out in. So there's all kind of prop bets that are going on. Oh. For your, for your Super Bowl. Oh, there's always prop bets. you got to have prop bets. you got to have those <laughs> Silly little things in there to let you know uh, every little aspect of the game. I hate betting. <laughs> well, you know, I like it when it's uh, when I win, which that's why I don't like it. <laughs> the most I'll do is like the penny slots at the casinos, and that's my limit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I like the quarter machines. I don't go higher than the quarter. Um, I like the wheel of fortune machine. It's fun. Um, let's thank. Monday night's guest. We had a excellent guest here Monday night uh, from Florida. Billboard chart busting singer Kendra Erica was on the show. Dance music, club type music, great stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff that had us getting up and dancing. Well, one of us, Jewel, cannot dance, but I got up and danced. <laughs> I had a lot of great to. things to say. Hey, we're trying to do little hand gestures. Yeah. She had great things to say. Very entertaining. Yeah. What'd you think? Oh my god, I loved her. She was such a sweetheart. Um, her music's great. It just makes you want to go on vacation and go out and have a great time. And uh, no, she couldn't have been nicer. And yeah, she's doing it. Like like you said, top of the billboard charts. So she's just blowing up. And I'm so happy that she got the chance to come on here. Yeah, we're very uh, happy to have her on. We love our guests. We get just such a talented group of people to come on the show and do different things. Act, sing, um, write, promote, and we have something new tonight. Well, not new, but we got something tonight that's uh, not common here, but uh, something we're looking very much forward to. Comedy. Local Philadelphia comedian Mr. Brian Six is our very special guest tonight, and we are looking forward to it. We love to laugh here. We try to joke. We try to make jokes at each other and, and about things, and uh, when you get a natural on here that knows about comedy, it's great. We've had uh, Hal Sparks uh, in the past is on, and... Um, you know, we just love having comedians. Uh, Sean uh, Kanan was the other one. I lost his Kanan. name for a second. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. But, and uh, and even Steve Howie, not trying to be funny. That's the best part. He tries to be natural, and he's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Are you caught up with Shameless, speaking of him being hilarious? I am not. I um, I was planning on finishing Game of Thrones and then going right into Shameless. But, um, gotcha. yeah, I'm, I'm, like, almost caught up. I've seen some of the season, and it's hilarious, so... Looking forward to catching up. Yeah, catch up. He he's his character's always funny. Kev is always onto something different every few episodes, and he's hilarious as always. Uh, a friend of the stoop, as we like to say. Yes. Kevin Ball played by the great Steve Howie. So a lot of we get a lot of funny guys on here. We like having funny people on. Uh, top five list time. We're gonna do our top five list, and tonight that is dedicated to our top five comedians. Jewel got very tight lipped. Is it to say she doesn't like her list? <laughs> no, I'm just wincing in pain. Don't mind me. Oh, stop. Uh, pain. <laughs> yeah. These are the same. These are the same creatures that give birth, and she's got a little neck pain. She's like, oh my god, I'm dying. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. I think I should see a doctor soon. <laughs> not a bad idea. We're not doctors here on the stoop. We just play ones on the stoop. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right. So I went first the other night. I will let you lead off if you so wish. With your list of top five comedians. Okay. Here it goes. This is a toughie. 
I couldn't decide because I've seen a bunch of comedians live, and I, I want to just name all of them, but, like, my favorite list differs a little bit, so I'll just go my straight top five. Um, number five, Daniel Tosh, Tosh.0. This guy is super unapologetic. He's just in face. I think his show is hilarious. I think his show is actually kind of funnier than his stand-up. I've seen some of his stand-ups, and uh, I prefer to watch the show. But he's great. He does the web redemption for people. Like, he just pokes fun of everything on the Internet. And uh, he likes to poke fun of fat people a lot, too, which is kind of crazy. He pokes fun of everyone. He pokes fun of permanently ill children. So that's how far this guy goes. I don't laugh at those jokes, but it's just he's just (laughs) out there. But he's funny most of the time. Um, Number four. I'm going to change this up. Yep, I'm going to change this up. Number four, Dane Cook. God, I love Dane Cook. I love every one of his comedy specials. I used to watch his show when they were on the comedy tour on HBO. Like, And I just, even back when it was uh, the Comedy Central, oh, I forget what it's called, but the, the early, early stand-ups of him were great. You can quote them for, like, hours. Me and my friends would watch it all the time. And he's actually coming to... Ben Salem in April, and I really, really want to get tickets to see him. Maybe we can have him on the stoop. That'd be Ben Dibbly Tastic, as I might say. <laughs> um, number three, Hal Sparks. Love Hal Sparks. I can't believe I got the chance to talk to him on the stoop here. He was great. Um, and then we saw him at, God, what show is that? Helium. Was it Helium? Helium, yep. Oh, yeah, Helium. So I'm at Helium. He was phenomenal. He's so funny. We got the chance to meet him. I've always loved his stand-up, Charmageddon. I loved him on VH1 and doing his commentaries. thought he was always hilarious, so he's my number three. Number two, Craig Ferguson. Absolutely love Craig Ferguson. When he did the Late Late Show, I used to watch it all the time. When I couldn't watch it, I would DVR it. He the funniest interviews and he had the funniest props and robots and like horse head dancing he, just, he doesn't need that though he has his own oh blown up <laughs> never good it's an ESPN update we're good <laughs> okay um, but now he does a show on Sirius and he has a very funny pocket he said that it was the worst time for him to retire because right then Donald Trump got elected president when he retired. So he said that was grounds for like a whole bunch of comedy he could have had on his show. So gotta love Craig Ferguson. Love his stand ups too. And number one, King of Stand Up, King of Comedy, made a huge comeback this or two thousand seventeen was this like year to come back with Dave Chappelle. Holy shit. Did I own like every one of Chappelle shows on D V D and oh his stand ups hilarious he's still relevant and he's better than ever and netflix loves him he has a huge netflix special and um yeah he's just fall down piss hilarious to me so he's my that's a great list <laughs> good good list and uh kind of like the latest a uh, little bit of my classic throwbacks and a lot of your modern stuff so that's pretty cool uh we're gonna get to my list I've got a tie at number five, and uh, I've named 20 guys. But at number five, I've got a, a doubleheader here. At number five is Jake Johansson. Now, this guy is 
funny as hell. More of an 80s, 90s comedian, but he had such great uh, deliveries. Kind of like tall, lanky, dorky. So he was like perfect. Jokes are really funny. Very creative uh, comedian. And he's talking about the vintage Eddie Murphy. I know you think if you're going to go vintage Eddie Murphy, you got to go better than number five. Not really. Uh, but some of the Eddie Murphy stuff, delirious and real. Some great stand-up economy. Uh, he's lost that edge a little bit now. You know, just pretty much just an actor. Back in the early days of stand-up, Eddie Murphy, one of the best. Um, number four, George Carlin. The late George Carlin. This guy, his observations were ridiculous. The guy basically said what everybody else wanted to say. He was yeah. so damn And he was so damn creative and so fuck the system, which really made him great. Number four, George Carlin. Number three, as you mentioned, Dave Chappelle. Wonderful. Dave Chappelle, hilarious. His stand-up is hilarious. His show was incredible. He poked fun at all races, trying to keep it true to his, you know, the black race, but just his stuff is just so great. Love Chappelle. Number two, one of the absolute classic legends of comedy. I was glad I was around to see him in his prime in the 70s and 80s, the late Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, he just looked the role. He just looked like this saddest character. He just looked like this <laughs> old guy that just had nothing going on and that whole no respect angle and the tie all messed up. And he was just great. I liked the, you know, a couple of his movies. I, I loved his stand up. Funny as hell. Pretty much poked fun at himself the entire time. That's a great comedian. When he could just constantly pick at himself and different things apart about himself that makes you really laugh, that's great. And uh, number one. I was surprised I picked this guy number one, but I love his stuff. And when this guy is on, he's so dead on. It's friggin' ridiculous. Chris Rock. Yeah. You know, when when Chris Rock gets rolling, some of his specials, just absolutely hilarious. And he gets repetitive. He'll say the same thing over and over again to keep the look joke. But he's got such a great stage presence. He's quick on the stage. And he's, he's always just delivering. And it gets louder and funnier. And his voice adds to it. And... And um, it, it just adds to the adds to the pizzazz, Chris Rock. That's my <laughs> adds one. to the pizzazz. Adds to the pizzazz. So a great list on both ends. We're going to rehash the list real quick. Um, Jewel, like I said, a little more uh, modern twist. Uh, Daniel Tosh. Tosh, funny stuff. Uh, that's number five. Number four, Dane Cook. That's one for all you ladies out there. Number three, uh, the hilarious former stoop guest, Hal Sparks. Love me some house sparks. Number two, Craig Ferguson. That caught us by surprise, but a goodie. Because he is one funny guy. Number one, Dave Chappelle. My tie number five, Jake Johansson in the classic days of Eddie Murphy. Number four, George Carlin. Number three, Dave Chappelle. Two, Ray Dangerfield. And number one, yeah, no, you did it. Just admit it. Chris Rock. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Great list. I love comedy. I love the laugh. I love watching stuff that makes me laugh. I love watching old Chappelle shows. Um, all of it. Just great stuff. Um, and I'm excited tonight for Brian. Now, you would inform me that Brian is uh, hosting a, a show evening, a, a comedy show. So he might be a little late. Yes. Um, um, he may or may not be, but we're we're looking for him at at about 8.30. So, yeah, he, he's going to be calling us in between two shows. He's a very busy man. That's what we like. We like busy people to come on and tell us about amazing careers. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. Boy, you know what a... else I want? 
you have to watch his stand up on Netflix. Um, Jimmy Carr, he was originally on the Chelsea Handler show. He's hilarious, this British guy, and he has this like crazy weird laugh, and he's really funny. So check him out. Jimmy Carr, I'm going to write the name. I'm going to make sure that I uh, fire it up. Um, I keep getting tons and tons of emails. You know, we reach out to people sometimes, and then I guess reaching out, I got on these this <laughs> email list. Um, if I haven't mentioned to anybody, the amazing Greta Von Fleet, one of the hot young rock bands uh, up and coming, is playing the Electric Factory here on May 12th in Philly. Uh, I pinned myself to the computer the other day. I grabbed two tickets. They sold out in mere minutes. Um, I've reached out to those PR people, their PR people, tried to get them on the show. Uh, they said they'll consider it closer to the date, contact maybe in April. Uh, the guys are working on new music. And now I get, like, emails every day from their PR people. But i got to tell you, I'm Whoa. That's uh, awesome. That's pretty cool. Oh, and I, I email them back. I'm, like, you know, seeing the guys and this, that, and the other thing. And it would be awesome just to maybe meet them in person. Um, if you have yeah. not heard them, here's my recommendation, my suggestion. Greta. Von Fleet, kind of like it sounds, G-R-E-T-A, Van, V-A-N, Fleet, F-L-E-E-T, sounds a lot like the classic Led Zeppelin music, the, the young man's got an amazing voice, they're talented musicians, just awesome, very good. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, I'm going to ask, I think I know the answer, I'm going to ask anyway, last night, did you make it out to see Vita and the Wolf last night? <sighs> no. I was no. really, really sad I couldn't go. Number one, I was, like, laid up, literally. I was hurting so yes. bad. Number two, it snowed here, so I'm only down to one car because my car's out of commission. And, uh, no, I'm really sad. I told her I would go, and I hate going back on my word. Um, but, you know what? The, I, I'm sure they'll be making a silly stop when they're in town. But she did move out to California, so hopefully uh, I catch up with her soon. Very sad I missed that show. Yeah, she was an awesome guest and, and great music, and I kind of wanted to get out to it. So it's tough on a weeknight because, you know, we're trying to get more talent on the show, and we have day jobs and kids and spouses. and <laughs> So it gets yeah. tough. Sometimes it's, it's tough to get out to those weeknight gigs. We wish them the best of luck. We really hope they had a great show. Um, we'll catch up to them. We'll catch up to them soon. We, we beg all our acts to come out to Philly only for us to miss them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I think they're going to hey, come out with some music too. <laughs> so, and that'd be great. Well, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get around to it. The funniest is going to be like we always beg uh, Lilith all the way out in England. You guys got to come to to Philadelphia, and then they'll come and we'll miss them. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we can't. I only no. We, no. Will not miss that. we will not miss anymore. <laughs> I promise. I know. Maybe. We'll try. <laughs> I promise. Maybe. But they're all kind enough to come on. And we love that. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to some topics. And this topic, as I read near the end, makes me laugh because I'll tell you the story about it once we get into it. Uh, offering a teaser last week, Amazon released its full Super Bowl ad this morning in advance of this week's big game featuring celebrities Cardi B, Gordon Ramsay, Richard Wilson, and Sir Anthony Hopkins playing the role of Amazon Alexa under the premise that she lost her voice. Pretty funny stuff right there. Uh, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos also made an appearance. But what really stands out in the ad is the uh, headset that Alexa stand-ins are wearing, featuring an Amazon logo and the distinctive blue ring that's a signature of Amazon's 
Alexa-enabled Echo products. Now, the question that you brought up, and uh, I'll hit it with you first, um, are you over the home speaking devices? Is it getting to be a little too much? What do you think? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Alexa is great for some things, but other things, maybe like a party when you're with a lot of people and everyone wants to hear their own songs. It's like, Alexa, play this. Alexa, play that. Um, see, I say Alexa, and I'm, I'm waiting for, like, her voice to go off right now. But, uh <laughs> It's just like the phone. Like, if you speak into your phone, sometimes, I mean, a lot of the time, one, we have accents, so maybe sometimes they don't understand you, and two, they sometimes get it wrong, and then you get frustrated, and then you want to throw Alexa across the room. Um, So, I don't know. I'd rather type it in, know what I'm getting. I know it's nice to just have a hands-free, maybe in the kitchen when you got food all over your hands or something like that, but, uh, or when you're driving, it could work, but... Other than that, I don't know. I'm kind of old school with the tech. What about you? That's not bad. That's not bad. I kind of agree with you, and especially when you're at um, a gathering where it's new to people and everybody's screaming at the same time. Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. Right. It's, Alexa will get to all of you. Just take your turn. Um, <laughs> we were in – God, where was it? I think we might have been Home Depot or one of those stores, and um, – there was, I know, I'm sorry, it's Best Buy. And there's now like Echo charged like door locks. Like front door locks and all, you could talk into it. And it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, I mean, you can actually like talk to your door locks and, and all this stuff is like Bluetooth related or voice activated. I mean, next thing you know, I mean, Alexa scratched my button. There's going to be a hand that comes across the room and literally scratched your butt. I mean, that's it's like, we, are, we have gotten so lazy. So very yeah. lazy. <laughs> it doesn't take much to, to type it in. I, I know, feel. it really doesn't. There's, there's so many things that are that we act like, oh, you know, we're really state-of-the-art now. I mean, uh, this and that, just, uh, just a voice away. Yeah, it's also here. This pen is also just a, a finger away, and I could write something down. My finger. Yeah, but I feel like it's not that new of technology. Like our phones, for a long time, have had that like voice command on it. Yeah. So I don't know. But oh, what they were saying in the commercial is every one of the celebrities had this like headset on, and it was like a built-in Alexa. So they're like, is that the new thing? Like everyone's gonna wear these ridiculously big earphones with Alexa attached yeah, and they're like exactly. no no that's not the new thing don't try to think that's what I mean, it is it's not that hard if you watch even before the days after, like watch basic technology um, Siri play Guns N' Roses and it comes on Guns N' Roses and open music and you know, I, I pretty much have Guns N' Roses now wasn't that hard yeah. look comes from a child of mine I didn't need um a 500-hour Alexa to do that when my phone just did it right here for me. You see that? Right. Guns and Roses. I love <laughs> Guns and Roses. Thank you, Bree, for uh, showing up and doing your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the door lock, my wife's like, oh, these door locks. I'm like, I got a key for that. It's a little safer. I'll use my key. <laughs> and next thing you know, because people, you know, people are going to be cutting out your your tongue and putting it in their mouth so it sounds like your voice. Oh. <laughs> or we'll all sound like Alexa, E A G L E S, Eagles. 
that's the other thing that I love, like Google Maps. Like you're on like Roosevelt Boulevard, and she says, "Turn left onto Roosevelt Boulevard." That was Roosevelt. Roosevelt. My favorite is Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, it's Philadelphia. It's not Roosevelt. It's Roosevelt Boulevard. Oh my God. Uh, they had ones like you can make your, like you can make your Google Maps and stuff sound like celebrities. That's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Who would you have? Uh, maybe like James Earl Jones. Turn left onto your Roosevelt Take the exit to Street Road. That'd be awesome. And by the oh way, I am your father. That'd be great. No, James Earl. Oh my God, that would be good. That's a good one. I was gonna say Eminem, but he'll probably like make a lap, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, you missed your turn, fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, maybe he might be in the middle and not even give directions at all. So who really knows? Go with, <laughs> stick with somebody friendly. Um, here's a good one. How do you solve a problem like traffic congestion around the Hollywood sign? You build another one. This is a great story what? that Jewel found here. Yeah, this is, I mean, uh, it's, it's just one of the solutions put forward by a consultancy firm tasked with coming up with ways to alleviate traffic around the iconic sign, which has become a frustration for residents. And I joke around. We heard it uh, in the past from California Gas, like when Steve Howie was on the first time, and him and uh, Ashley Morgan were just totally ripping into California traffic. Uh, Dixon Resources Unlimited which has pitched dozens of ideas to Los Angeles officials, has suggested the second sign to go on the other side of the hill facing towards the suburban San Fernando Valley. Two Hollywood signs. Does this work? I mean, I don't think so. Then it's not iconic. It's not just one anymore. It's two. What do you think? Exactly. I think you're right. I mean, the Hollywood sign is kind of a classic piece of, uh, of America. And, of course, California and you know, the big Hollywood. A second one, it's kind of like building a second Mount Rushmore. Well, people go to Mount Rushmore, but so far away. Well, let's build one uh, on the East Coast. I mean, there's yeah. one there's one <laughs> Rushmore. There's one Hollywood sign. I think a second one is a little crazy. I really do. Um, whatever alleviates the traffic. I hear it's a disaster out there, and it's smog-filled and earthquakes and fires. I don't know why people live in California. <laughs> no disrespect. I know, right? right? <laughs> it's rough. But you know what? I feel like a, a new surge has come up with this sign because I didn't know someone, like an upcoming actress that couldn't get any roles. She um, killed herself on the H. And then in the last Lana album, she was talking about climb to the H of the Hollywood sign. So I feel like a lot of her new young fans were trying to do that. But I didn't know someone like Committed suicide jumping off the H either. Yeah, me neither. Jesus. I would jump yeah. off the D. I would get to the end of Hollywood and jump off the D. So starting <laughs> at Hollywood and jumping off the H. Yeah. The one in Wildwood's cool, though. The huge Wildwood kind of Hollywood sign on the boardwalk. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It's a total bite off, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's not as big, but it's like, you know, it says Wildwood's real big and you can get pictures by it. They need, they need a second one now to uh, offset the traffic. On the other um, side of the boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, on the other, the other side end. of the boardwalk. We got it all figured out. We're, we're, we're smarter than uh, these Californians. Yeah. 
So, uh, comedy night coming up soon. Brian six. Uh, Dimension might be a few minutes late, so we got a little more time to talk and chit chat. Um, it figures the night that we don't go crazy with topics is the night that we need topics. But I got a topic here, and this is one that I have been firing off at people. I hear your opinion. I don't know how familiar you are with the story. Um, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and J.P. Morgan Chase are coming together as three giant companies to start their own health care system for their employees. Huh. And apparently this is being seen as a major disrupt, disruption, sorry, disruption, if you will, uh, to the health care system. And a lot of people think this could be the beginning long-winded, of course, but the beginning of a change in healthcare. And, uh, you know, these big executives said the beginning might be to go outside the existing U.S. healthcare system and try to create something better suited uh, for the average worker. Without knowing a whole lot about it, you hear it, do you think it, it's got a shot? I mean, we're talking three of the biggest companies in America getting together and, and funding this thing. What do you think? Um. So what does it entail? Like, they're they're going to go to their doctors and gyms. They're going to take over like all of the health insurance to go to their people. I didn't get that far into it. Uh, we're getting very basic about how it's going to go. Like, they haven't gotten very much deep into it. it, it just the word has gotten out. Um, I got to tell you, that, I mean, if it's just for their employees, it's going to make more people want to work for them. Obviously, right. Who doesn't want better health care? My health care plan kind of sucks. Um, as a lot of people do. Like my wife works in the health care industry, and hers is really good. And that makes very little sense to me. Um, again, somebody like you, you're a mom, you and Mike, you got a daughter. That right there just spikes it. I know yeah. guys that pay $1,500, $2,000 a month for a family in health care. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I was just grateful because um, Mike actually just got our daughter on his, and I think it's like it wasn't bad though, like 160 bucks a month. Not terrible, not like some no. outrageous thing some people make. But once we get married, I don't know, that might spike up to like 300 dollars a month or something like that. That's that's a lot. So yeah, and it might even be more than that. I mean, it gets it gets really pricey. Um, Myself and a child on at that price actually isn't too bad because it, it really gets up there. Um, yeah. Is matter of fact, I'm, I'm reading. <laughs> I know, right? I read a uh, kind of note at the end of this that said the uh, stocks are plummeting at the big three announced new healthcare venture. So now it's going to affect Wall Street as well as the healthcare industry. And here we go again. Another big twist and, and spin around the world. They are like. The new monopoly, Amazon. They're just taking over shit. They really are, and they create a lot of jobs. And you know, so we need that. We need more jobs. But and, we'll, and here's here's some of the cost. Um, as Amazon continues to get bigger and bigger, um, Bonton has announced the closing of hundreds of locations. Um, one of the big department stores, Carson's in Chicago, is announced. All these stores are closing up now. Macy's, Target, uh, not Target, Macy's. That Toys are up. About Toys are up. Again, uh, so online shopping is great. I guess the question I bring to you, would you would you want to be 
do you want to remain the natural shopper that goes out and looks at things and touches things and tries things on? Or are you, or are you in this online thing where it's just a snap of your finger? No. Um, I like to be, um, what's the word, tactile. I need to see what I'm getting, try the outfit on, and uh, and just and, and go out to the store and buy it. I don't have time to wait six, eight weeks for my thing to come because I don't have Amazon Prime, and it might get stolen off my doorstep. And all these kind of other factors, like I'd rather just go to the store, pick up my damn food, <laughs> and bring it back to my house. I mean, that's the new thing, having your food, like all of your food delivered to you. So I don't know. I don't – I'm just – old school in that way, I guess. No, I hear you. Even though, like, Walmart has a total experiment. Now, you go online, you pick out every item that you want from your grocery list, and they will pack it, bag it, leave it in the box, and you pull it right up. They bring it out to you, and you pull it right off. Or they bring it in, like we talked about before. They just have a yeah. freaking Amazon Alexa doorknob. <laughs> they come into your house. I was going to say, oh. next, you get the, uh, yeah, you get the Alexa doorknob. Alexa, delivering groceries. The door opens. Here comes some smell. He's putting your groceries in. No, put them away. Cook for me. Eat for me. I'll just lay here on the couch and get fatter and lazier and unhealthier and more disgusted from my touching or everything. You know, it's like Wally. Did you ever see Wally, the cartoon? Yes. I think we talked about that, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, is, no. Okay, hey, there's, we can always repeat. We repeat things here. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, you and, and I, I see from like Facebook videos and all that. You like to keep your daughter active. Does she mess around with any kind of technology? She's little, but does she go for like phones and iPod, iPads and, and that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I, I'm at the point where I just don't even let her have my phone anymore. One before because she like has peanut butter fingers or whatever and she's just watching my phone and I can't control the YouTube so we did get her her first second birthday and she loves that there's like all these kitty games on it she can play and like I can monitor what she watches um so yeah I I really do limit it though um especially in the winter like today I had to take take her tablet off her I'm like okay go play like enough tablet time um yeah because they're not outside as much so it's hard and uh I'll tell you what, it comes really handy in restaurants when you're trying to eat sure. with a toddler and you just give them their little tablet and they're occupied for a while. <laughs> but, but not um, too much. Right. And what you just mentioned, the key factor in the role of the better parent, I'm talking here like I'm some parental expert and I don't even know but in the role of parenting, it's proper to give them some because it stimulates their mind. And, and mm-hmm. keeps their mind busy and helps them develop faster. But at the same time, there's got to be a limit where they go out and also do some physical. Run around yes. and uh, enjoy stuff. And <laughs> I'm bringing it up because uh, anybody that's Facebook friends with Jewel or is familiar with Jewel on Facebook, her daughter puts out this incredible rendition today of <laughs> I Will Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. And she even has a play guitar in her hand, and she's strumming, and she's singing – and it's phenomenal. So I tried posting it on the Stoop Network. It won't let it copy. I don't know why. Oh. I tried I'll, posting it on the Stoop page. I'll put it on the Stoop YouTube page. It's really funny. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. She is amazing. Yeah. It, it really made my – I was having kind of a bad day uh, at work, as I always do. And then I saw this video, and I'm watching it. And my coworkers look over my shoulder, not even knowing who it was. Like, I didn't really explain to them to the end. 
he's laughing and he's like, that's amazing. He's like, man, those kids. He's like, the videos you see, I'm like, this isn't just any video. I'm like, I, I know this girl's mother very well. I explained <laughs> who you were and all that. And he's like, he said, that is just incredible. The best part about it, of course, is when she tries to get to the second uh, verse and she forgets. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great. I think I want to hold your hand. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> Oh, when Maybe. I, I'm going to hold your hand. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and again, but that's what Lizzo. I mean, they, they get into some technology. They, she picks up the song, she learns the lyrics and then she's out there physically performing the song. So that's great. Great yeah. blend. And I'll tell you what she got it off of. It's, um, Netflix and there's like kid Netflix and, and they have this whole Beatles tribute on there. So she knows not only that, but like a lot of other Beatles songs, um, from that cartoon, so yeah, it's really funny and a piss. She's just, she's just a ham. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. I I got home, sat down to dinner. My wife's phone goes off. She's like, "What is that?" So I tagged in something that you have to watch, and instant melt. She's just, oh. <laughs> and then she shared it, and then she asked me when we're gonna have a baby. And I mean, it doesn't mean every baby should be like that, you know. No, well, if they have cool parents like you guys, of course they will. That's true. And, and <laughs> See, look at me, I'm cool. <laughs> right, you and Mike as well. Cool, very. Um, how old is your daughter again? We had this. Uh, she'll be four in May. Four. Cassie so did like say three. Eight, I said four. Yeah. To close. Cassie said three. I said four. Yeah. Right in the middle. She also, uh, she also has an invite to the Super Bowl party. Yeah. Cassie said, "Oh, she will like to bring her daughter." Yeah. Sure, the Super Bowl's ready for it. We tell you guys here our Eagles chant and the Eagles song. Hey, I gotta tell you what. That girl's gonna get a lesson in vulgar language. <laughs> oh, she's used to it. Uh, <laughs> Mike cannot watch his mouth to to save his life and it drives me up a wall, but he really is the most biggest sailor mouth in the world and he really he really did cut back a lot, but to put a muffle on that guy to just chill out with a person, and um, yeah, thankfully she hasn't said you know too bad of a curse. But kids are sponges, man. They they soak that in. But I'm sure she's prepared for the Eagles game because it's going to be crazy. So amen to that. <laughs> oh my, um, I, I get to be a little bit that way too. I sometimes the filter goes off and I can't stop cursing. I mean, even once in a while I throw it out on the show, but it's more a little bit more premeditated. Um, I it, I get a kick out of like when our guests come on and they're just so natural. They're like, yeah, it's fucking, oh, what, am I supposed to say that? And you're like, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. You said it, it's done. But I try. I guess, you know, being around... Oh, Jewel gave me the one moment. Um, No, we just got an update. So, Brian can't join us until 8.50. So... Okay. Up a little bit. That's cool. 850. Well, yeah, that's definitely cool. Let's do, uh, let's play a little something, shall we? Yes. Yeah. And the reason why I want to play something, we played this a couple of times, and I can't get enough of it, and I absolutely love this. If you haven't heard, the Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Uh, myself and a couple of friends of mine run this uh, Facebook page and Twitter page. It's called Eagles Nest 365. And we love the Eagles. We welcome people to join us and talk about the Eagles and post videos and pictures and all your Eagles stuff. Uh, one of our members 
man by the name of Brock Fadon came up with a song actually for the Eagles and the Eagles 365 page. We played it a few times here on the stoop. The Super Bowl coming up, I'm going to play it again. It's a song called Going the Distance. It's awesome. I can't get enough of it. I've played it a thousand times in my house. It gets me psyched up for Eagles games. So I'm going to play it again. What do you think? I'm so excited. I love it. Me too. With a little time to spare, uh, it's about three minutes long, so we'll fire it up for you now. The song is called Going the Distance. It's the Eagles Nest 365 theme song, if you will. Mr. Rock Fade On. Check it out. Great number right here. We'll be back in a few minutes on the Stoop Radio Show. Yeah, welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You with us? You ready to ride out there? I mean, yeah, it's only real Eagles fans around here, the Nets, you ready, you ready, let's get it, yeah, all my diehards, are you with me, we representing Eagles, that's 360, coming up from the bottom to the tip, fly, fly, people, so are you with me, Eagles Nest 365 
Going to Distance, Rock Fadon. Awesome number. Awesome. And while the while that song was going on, Meagle got into it. I grabbed my mini helmets. Little Patriots mini helmet came up, and the Eagles mini helmet was just beating the crap out of it. You hear that? <laughs> That's my Eagles helmet beating the crap out of the Patriots helmet. Julian got her camouflage attached. He got underdog. He was flying through the studio. Uh, I took my copy of uh, PlayStation 4's Madden 2018 with Cowboy Tom Dumbass Brady. I wiped my butt with it. Boo. Wait, Fletcher Cox is going to wipe his butt with it? I heard, oh my God, the funniest thing on Facebook today. People say funny shit. It's one of those, like I said, it's one of those smack talk Eagles versus Patriots Super Bowl pages. And uh, an Eagles fan said, Patriots, do not worry. Tom Brady's going to be right at home on Sunday because all day long he's going to have Cox in his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Little play my on God. words the Eagles Fletcher Cox and the fact that Tom Brady likes Cox. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. Uh, another great um, tidbit from um, like Super Bowl press day was when Brady and of course people were bouncing this off and me left and right. Uh, Brady said, "I just hope Chris Long." Well, he said Long. I just hope Long isn't too hard on me. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Oh my long god. And, no, wait a minute. Long and hard and cotton. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea Chris Long won a Super Bowl with them, the Patriots. Yeah. Yes, yes he did. I didn't know that. Um he did. Uh father of course is the legendary Howie Long, who won the Super Bowl with the uh Raiders. And of course is a analyst on Fox's uh, pregame show. Very talented family, the Longs. Um their his brother, uh Kyle plays for the Chicago Bears. Chris was a high-round draft pick of Los Angeles Rams years back. He's been through the league for a while. He's a player. He plays a lot like his dad. He's one of the key factors of this Eagles team right now. And uh, gave up all his salary this year to charities. I heard that, too. I was just going to mention yeah. that. That's so cool. Yeah, very cool. And that's that's something. Um, that, that means something. Of course, he uh, also was in the news when he uh, – had announced he's refusing to visit the White House if they win the Super Bowl. That's fine. Teach his own. I'm not, we're not going down that avenue. I'm not going down that avenue. It's <laughs> funny when we talk about that. I don't know if you've heard or um, the chairman and owner of the WWE, Vince McMahon, is starting his own football league again, uh, known as the XFL. It was years uh-huh. back. Yeah, years back, the XFL was more of a gimmick because it was like uh, the players dated the cheerleaders and there was like locker room drama, so kind of more staged. Um, This time he said it's very real. He wants to give the NFL for its money. And he said he was talking about character, and um, somebody said Colin Kaepernick. He said Kaepernick is more than willing to come into our league, but he's going to know this. When you play in the XFL, you stand for the flag or you're out. Well, he's not going to do it then. Exactly. I mean, standing for the flag was one of his big trigger points. He also said he wanted guys of character, no criminal records. Um, oh, I thought you meant like characters, like they had to be. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. character. <laughs> it used to be because back in the day, instead of your name on your jersey, you could have a nickname. Like they had one guy called He Hate Me like on the back of his right. instead of his actual name. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, he wants guys of good um good character and good standing because uh, people mentioned some um, former players like Johnny Manziel and he said, no, 
He said, guys like that aren't welcome here. If you're going to be an alcoholic or a drug addict or a disruption, you're not welcome in our league. So that's a, that's a big twist. Well, did you um, catch any of the highlights from Brawl that came in? I think it was Friday night. I, I did not. I, I kind of fell off. I, I used to be a huge wrestling fan. I did not see the 25th anniversary uh, special. I didn't see anything from Philly. Of course, the little bits that people put, like Cena singing Fly Eagles Fly and uh, the F-Top Biddy chant that went on. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's what I was going to say because he's from Massachusetts. That's like blasphemy. Yeah, a lot of people said for um, for Cena to come out and sing the Eagles Fight song certainly was something different. And like I said, of course, all the pictures are out there. Um, somebody had the Mark Wahlberg picture from Invincible as Vince Papali. And this isn't sad that one of your legendary Eagles players is from Boston. <laughs> no, it's, it's an actor. It's not a legendary Eagles player. Rocky is not – like we don't – People don't sit here and think that Rocky is a real professional athlete. Yeah, but he's still rooting for the Eagles, and we want to know. I mean, Vince Papali was on, like, President Steve a couple of days ago, and they're like, well, what do you think? What, who's Mark rooting for? Like, I want to know who he's rooting for. You know he's going to be there. He better have an Eagle shirt on. <laughs> and then Vince Papali said that uh, he's going to give him an 83 jersey just to be Calling safe. Calling into the Calling into the studio right now is none other than Mark Wahlberg. This is absolutely unbelievable. Hey. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Anyway, uh, I don't care who's rooting for. I don't care. I know who I'm rooting for. Yeah. And I know who my true friends are rooting for. Right. And that's all that matters. E-A-G-L-E-S. I tell you what, it is so cool seeing, like, the old-timers getting their Super Bowl tickets. Like, finally. Do you watch any of these, like, viral videos? It's so cute when they, yeah. they finally, like, tear up because they're going to the Super Bowl. They had that guy that they put in the uh, – that was at the uh, championship game. He was, like, in his 90s. That's all he ever yeah. wanted to do is just see the Eagles get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, agreed. We're all waiting for that, but ew, that's horrible. But now um, – I'm going to win. <laughs> I want, I'm sorry, somebody, people send me just the nastiest shit. Social media should not be used for such disgustingness. <laughs> oh, my God. We really got to open sure. the phone lines tomorrow to Eagles fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're listening out there and you're an Eagles fan and you want to just throw some kind of rant or chat or just say, go Eagles, we're going to open up the lines. We're going to post the line tomorrow where you can reach us. Again, we're going to do this on a little different, kind of like the way we did it with Steve Howie. Find us up a message on Facebook say, I want to come on. And then give us your number so we can look for you and then we'll get you on. Because every once in a while, you know, we get these random calls. You don't know who people are. They get pranked. We got crank called before. Some poor guy was, we thought he was telling us a nice story. And here he talks about getting butt raped by Jerry Lewis. And we didn't need that. <laughs> we did not need that. I forget what episode it is, but, you know, it's in the archives somewhere. And I'm afraid to listen to it and for fear of hearing that again. It's like my third episode. Is it? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is the end of Jewel. Oh, I'm like, God. oh, Jewel, we got a caller. Well, let's take a caller. Yeah, so Jerry Lewis is bending me over the table, and I'm like, okay, enough <laughs> of the caller. Oh, my God. Jesus, <sighs> Yeah. But, you know, We're we would like about to. about it, though. I know. Hey, he made an impression. I'm married the other. Yeah. We are still talking about it. But, yeah, we had, like, when Steve Howard was home, we had um, some people call in. It was great. Some fun people. My man, Mike Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. He called in. And 
of course, Christina Beatrice, the number one Steve Howie fan on earth, called from the Flyers bathroom, bathroom of the Flyers game, just to talk to Steve Howie. That's pretty awesome. I think, what, Kendra was a Steve Howie fan, too? Is that what I Kendra, yeah, she, was a huge, she, wants, she wants to get on the same episode as Steve Howie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of work. I want to be on the episode of Steve Howie. Every time he comes on, I get real tongue-tied he's just so funny. Yeah. He says great stuff. Yes, Kendra, you know, definitely wants to do a Steve Howie episode. And if it's up to me, he'd be on every week. I love the guy. Right? Tuesdays at the taco truck. Tuesdays at the taco truck with Howie. Coming soon (laughs) to the Stoop Radio Network. (laughs) So uh, here's one. San Francisco has announced that it will wipe Thousands of marijuana convictions off the books. Wow. Yeah, for the retroactive uh, legalization of marijuana and the changing of laws, they were going to start throwing out criminal cases against marijuana convictions. What do you think of that? Well, they should. I mean, how can you legalize it and still punish people from like 20 years ago that got, you know, caught with a joint? Like, it makes no sense. I agree. It's. To me, it's a little, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's doctors and scientists and all that that will show you the negatives of marijuana. But you know what? There's not a lot of great positives in alcohol. I mean, there are, <laughs> depending on who you ask. There's not, though. You know many people with alcohol kills every year? Not only diseases, but accidents and driving and ODing on alcohol. Like, it's just... You can't compare it to marijuana. Absolutely. Not not at all. Um, I don't know how well you can hear the background noise that uh, within the studio there is a um, sound bar being installed. And it's being tested as we speak, and it's absolutely awesome. <laughs> is Cassie doing that? She's becoming a little handy, right? <laughs> uh, actually, her father's here helping. Oh, she, she does like okay. getting handy. So she's up there right now learning. Her father's also here. Um, helping her install it. My uh, father-in-law will come right on the air and say it is uh, a wonderful man. He's um, in his 60s. He's kind of like uh, more like my age in his behavior. He's fun. He's uh, just one of them fun guys. And he's always coming out to help. We got the TV. Like I guess we're ready for the Super Bowl. And now there's a giant soundboard up there to help us uh, celebrate it as well as the soundboard down here and the big TV. And we're going to be rocking it. It's going to be crazy. Oh, man. And I just I can't believe it. How many days? Yeah. Three? Three days? Four days. Four days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days. God. I was about to put my trash out tonight. I'm like, no, it's Wednesday. <laughs> no trash out tonight. I'm pretty sure. I think if I look through here somewhere, there's still a couple bottles of Miller High Life floating around. Ooh. Ooh, baby. I need to switch <laughs> it up. I was getting a beer belly. Um, going back to the belly. captain, but I, I do have another one of those huge... 32-ounce cans of Miller High Life waiting for There you go. She went from beer belly to rum ass, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I love rum. Yeah, I'm not a big rum guy. It's funny. No? Um, No. If I go... Should we got rum and coke? Yes. Rum and diet. You want them people that has diets for your... Oh, I can't. We've had this talk. I hate diet. Regular Coke has such a film on it. It's so sugary and bad for you. <laughs> we had a, a case 
one of those big mega cases that you buy at Sam's Club um, over the holiday. Not over the holiday, I'm sorry. It was actually as far back as um, Halloween. And I just got done drinking it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like like the entire case. And I shouldn't have. I really should not be having that much soda. Because they, they have those videos and they pour it on a car and you see what it does to the paint of the car. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Kind of like cleans out your sink, cleans out your toilet. Come on now, what's it doing to your insides? (laughs) God, I know. There's a dance going on there every night. (laughs) Oh my God, when I lost, I lost like 30 pounds years ago. It was like my big weight loss drop, and all I drank was Captain and Diet. Now, Diet soda does fill you up, and it has those natural sweeteners that like bloat you. Yeah. I feel like it's better, and they say you're not supposed to drink brown liquor because it has more calories or whatever, but I can't get down with the vodka, man. I, I, I just hate, I, I don't know. It. First of all, you drink way too much of it. You're mean on it, and this is just people in general, including me, and um, yeah, I know it's less calories, but I feel I'm a better in-party mood when I drink my Captain and Die Coke. Okay. It's not bad. Um, yeah, my wife's the same way. Vodka makes her uh, a little angry. I feel like that's for anyone. It just makes you mean drunk and uh, you get drunk way too quick. Not me. Nothing no. really makes me angry. Nothing that makes me angry is when I'm done drinking. That makes me angry. Well, you're usually beer, right? Yeah, mostly beer. Um, I'll throw some shots in there. But not, not that often. And what's your shot of choice? Depends. I, I change a lot. I used to be a tequila guy, a, a, a fireball guy. I was a Washington apple guy. It's a little bit of everything. I, I get into a mood, then I get sick of them, and I move on to something else. Yeah. Speaking of moving on to something else, so, uh, again, something you may not be really familiar with the listeners out there, uh, the shock of the trade, the Washington Redskins, I uh, made a trade with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to acquire quarterback Alex Smith. Puzzled by that. Uh, basically, Kirk Cousins was the guy there for years. They refused to pay him this giant contract, and they bring in a guy like Smith, who's proven he can't win the big game, and uh, pay him, what, $90 over four years? A lot of wow. money, huh? For, for a guy who's never won anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, on the bright side, he's going to Washington. So if Washington gets worse and they can't stay bad, that's good for you. Yeah. It's good for you. Do you think we're going to pick anyone up, like, in the next year? I still think there's uh, players you can pick up, you know, holes to fill. Um, one of the guys, uh, again, I throw names out there, um, from the Miami Dolphins, and Dominican Sue was a big defensive lineman, plays pretty much the same area as Fletcher Cox, came out and uh, he play here for free. That's just how much he loves the makeup of this team. Um, of course, he wouldn't play for free. But Now, there's a massive force of a guy that could put him on our defensive front, which is already very talented as it is, can really spruce up this team. But just go to show you now, guys are coming out and talking about playing here, uh, playing with this team. And it's the chemistry. Doug Peterson is really built a family type of here. So, yeah, I think you're going to see guys that will want to come here, some guys that may take pay cuts to come here as opposed to what they could acquire somewhere else. You just, you don't want to get 
involved with mega stars, even if they take pay cuts, because we've been down that road and it doesn't always work out. Now, what do you think is going to happen next season? Carson Wentz is going to be back. Do you think Foles will have playing time? No, I don't see. Um, unless Wentz gets hurt, Foles really won't play at all. Um, people wonder how that's going to go. Do you trade him? Uh, no, no, you don't trade him. <laughs> he did his job just right. The guy who wins the Super Bowl, I guess it changes the complexity of it. It's very rare you'll, rare you'll see quite a scenario where a backup comes in, takes a team to a Super Bowl, they win it, and then he uh, sits down and does absolutely nothing the next year. But we'll wait and see. I wish well for Nick Foles either way, no matter how it turns out in the future. I mean, they can at least play him against like, teams that aren't as big of a threat, right? Would they do that? Nah. No, no, definitely not. You, you keep you keep your starters out there in your role. Football is one of them different sports because there's so few games. If this was baseball, yeah, you got a top flight uh, pitcher. You know, sit him down and get another kid out there and rest his arm for you know when they get um, in the playoffs for football. You just kind of go out and do it because yeah. any given week somebody can snatch you. Uh, we got a message a few minutes ago from Brian. He said he's about five minutes away. Um, if you can get to us tonight, we would be very happy. If not, you know, we'll try to reschedule as the show starts to bring uh, into its uh, second half. Later, second half. I just got a terrible breaking of uh, hiccups. <laughs> yeah, normally, uh, normally when when we're drinking beer, well, you're drinking rum, so this definitely becomes a fun half for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's give me some ideas what, what you're thinking. Um, like I said, we did prop bets where I don't have a list of prop bets, but I'll throw some stuff at you. Um, okay. First, first Super Bowl commercial, like the legit first commercial after the game starts. What are you thinking? Uh, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Alexa commercial because we're already oh, talking what? about it. Yeah, wow. Or Pepsi. So you think, <laughs> I don't know. You think Amazon's Alexa is going to be the first commercial? And, you know, not bad. Um, I'm going to go with uh, – that, that's good, though. Right, that's tough to beat right there. Yeah. I'm going to go with my old standby, and they let me down the last couple of years. So I'm going back to Budweiser. I hate Budweiser, okay. but I think I think this is the year they come back and, and they want to hit first. Are they Certainly the sponsor? So. No, but, you know, beer commercials are always big. Um, God, I remember years back, and I always talk about this, and my friends tell me I obsess too much, but years and years ago in the Super Bowl when Doritos ran that commercial – of uh, Allie Landry in the uh, laundromat oh, yeah. where she's flipping around and catching those Doritos. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I mean, <laughs> what a moment. She's so pretty. Yeah. Bitch. Let's, <laughs> let's put that pretty bitch on hold and talk to our pretty bitch of a guest. <laughs> oh, uh, we're going to be joined right now by a uh, comedian, the very funny, the very busy this is Brian Six. Brian, good evening, and welcome to the stoop. Hey, how are you guys? We're doing Hi, fantastic. Brian. Good, good. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We ran long. Um, I met Helium tonight, and uh, we had to do an Eagles chant. We had to film one because uh, there was a comedy club in Boston called Laugh Boston that sent the management here in Philly uh, a challenge video, uh, basically just you know talking shit. So I had the whole crowd <laughs> do a giant Eagles chant right back, and. Uh, I mean, for the most part, it was good, but afterwards, it was pretty funny because, you know, they all, they all those don't spell the team name. They all, you know, 
start cursing their families and everything. <laughs> oh my God. Worth it, then, man. Well worth it. So we thank you for that. Thanks uh, for, for taking time to come out. I know how it is when you get busy. Um, so let's bring us some questions, really. Um, how did you get into comedy, and uh, when did you know it's something you really wanted to pursue? Um, I've always avoided. I always avoided comedy when I was younger. Everybody always told me I should be a stand-up, but I actually avoided it for a long time because of that fact. Because I remember yeah. hearing early on, like, if people tell you you're funny and you should be a stand-up, you shouldn't. So I, I didn't. And actually, it's a funny story how I got into stand-up, which was uh, I actually watched uh, one of my favorite comedians at the time, Bomb, at Helium. He, he, he tanked, uh, not the whole set, but about 20 minutes into his set. Uh, so, I mean, it was Anthony Jeselnik. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with. Yeah, I was a big sure, fan of his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he was on stage, and he used to uh, date Amy Schumer. And at the time right. when he was on tour, they had just broken up about a month before the hand. And um, he was probably about 20 minutes into his set, and this table of, I don't know, it was like a bachelorette party. They're hammered. The one girl, <laughs> they all yell at the same time. When he takes, like, a break uh, right after a punchline, they all yell, we love Amy. Wow. So, obviously, they were not familiar with the fact that they had just broken up, like, three weeks ago. So, they <laughs> yell that, and Jeselnik goes, what's that? And they go, we love Amy. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, Splitsville, honey. You know, we're not together no more, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of got a laugh here and there, but, like, he just couldn't get it back. And, and I don't know what it was, but I was watching him, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, if he's tanking because these dizzy morons are yelling that shit, I can do that. <laughs> and that was on Saturday, and that Monday I was at my first open mic. Oh, oh my God. Say, so how did that go, like your first one? Horrible. Absolutely <laughs> Any person that says they're a stand-up comedian and tells you their first open mic goes well is a fucking liar. So there's two things they should always tell you. One, they're hammered drunk. Okay, if they're not hammered drunk, the second thing should be it did not go well at all. And they ran out of material in probably about 18 seconds. Because you go into it thinking, you know, oh, I have five minutes. What's five minutes? I always make people laugh for more than five minutes. And then you, you know, fly through your shit in 23 seconds and you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, that's what I did. And the funny thing is the first double mic I ever did was a three-minute mic. So I was extra confident. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what you talked about in that first one? Like, was it yeah, an old show, story? Um, yeah, my buddy actually still has the uh, – he probably still doesn't, he doesn't have it anymore, but he used to have the video. Um, I talked about um, – what the hell is that show on a and um, Intervention. I talked about Intervention. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I, oh man, it was horrible. Like, I was joking about, like, you see dickheads on intervention? It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, right off the bat, they were not into it. That was like, you see these heroin kids just ruining their parents' lives? Like, they all have the same face. And it's, oh, uh, it, was, it was horrendous. Honestly, I'd have to watch. I don't even remember half the jokes. It wasn't and in Kensington, just, was it? <laughs> what's that? I said it wasn't in Kensington, was it? <laughs> well, I mean, I, re- I probably was referring to mostly the Northeast <laughs> or Kensington or Delco. <laughs> Like the three kings of, of dickheads, I, I was referring to one of them. Hey, because I'm from Delco, so it's like I, I know that face. You know what I mean? Good. That's so funny. Now we hear you because uh, you know we're close by to uh, 
with all apologies, like the Bristol Borough and, and places like that. Yeah, sit around there in the city. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, um, dude. Bristol? You guys are like the capital. You guys are yeah. like the DC of, uh, of, of Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> we're about oh, like that. We're Langhorn, but, so we're near Bristol. Oh, God. That's a place you only travel in the daylight. Um, so in yeah, 2012, yeah. in 2012, you were the winner of uh, So You Think You're Funny contest in Atlantic City. Uh, how'd you feel after that? And did that open some doors for you? Did that really give you a confidence? Yeah, it did because um, it was funny going into that show. I was, I don't know, maybe a year in. I mean, and I say year lightly because it was like open mics. You know what I mean? I wasn't, yeah. I got booked for like here and there very rarely on an on a independent weekly show. So I, I entered that contest, and uh, I just remember going. Uh, they told me I was going first, which I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm oh, going geez. first!" And now I need stand up. I mean, after you get two or three years in you, first off, contests are horrendous. Comedy contests suck, but going first sucks. But at the time, I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do this!" So I went up, and uh, luckily there was God. I don't remember what I talked about, but I remember there was a drunken. Oh, I talked about how Tom Cruise at the time. Uh, uh, he made like national headlines about how he was really upset with Germany because at the time Germany did not um, they publicly shamed uh, Scientology and they didn't consider it a real religion and I was laughing because I was like Tommy I don't know what you're upset about because if there's one country that makes it known they don't like your religion (laughs) it's Germany (laughs) you know what I mean like it was like what are you a dumb shit luckily this girl who, like, her, somebody in her family was a Scientologist, and I just riffed for, like, two minutes for the rest of my set because she's like, my dad's a Scientologist. And I was like, all right, well, I'll talk slower. I don't want you to say. Like, you know, <laughs> sorry he's a dumb shit. You know? Oh, my God. So that was good. Then stuff. it was like, yeah, after you do that, it was like, you know, you, you did the contest, or I did the contest, I won that, and then – uh after that, it was like um, at the Raven Lounge in Philly, which is like the longest running uh, open mic slash showcase in Philly comedy. And uh, yeah. it was ran by a group of guys called um, Sarah City Comedy. So um, they were all kind of migrating up to New York, and everybody knew that, all like my class of comics coming in. And we all knew there was going to be a changing of the guard, but nobody knew who it was. So everyone, you know, every one of us was you know, everybody's throwing their hat in the ring, but I was like, there's no way they're going to pick me. I'm only a couple of years in, blah, blah, blah. But I knew them from going up and sitting there at 2.15 in the morning to do two minutes in front of the busboy cleaning up, you know, the venue. And they called me up, Chris Cotton, who is, is one of the guys of them, and they, he, he called me up and said, I need you to come up at like midnight tonight. I was like, why? He was like, just come up. I was like, all right. I came up and it was me and um, three other Philly comics, John Del Calo, Toyo and um, Matt McCusker, and they named us the new host of the Raven Lounge. So that was actually a big door opener for me because um, typically in Philly, when the headliners come to Helium for the weekend, they open up on Thursday night, they do one show, and then after their show, I'd say 90 to 95% of them go to, or go to Raven afterwards to do a set. Oh, wow. So I started meeting all these headliners. You know, it's like Rich Boss, Mark Norman, Rob Schneider, and, you know, it's like, you know everybody starts showing up. And, uh, yeah, it was great, you know, so that was great. I hosted that for, like, uh, I guess about three, almost like three years, and then I, I, I handed it down to uh, some younger comics who run it now, and they're doing a good job with it. And, you know, because I got passed at the clubs at, at Punchline and Helium, and, uh, you know, and I split time between here and New York, 
So, uh, you know, I'll talk, and it's every Thursday, and that show runs from, like, 9 till, like, 2 in the morning. And don't get me wrong, I like to drink, I like to hang out, but that shit gets old real quick every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about uh, your storytelling show, Nobody Died, and uh, yeah. what the hell is up with uh, James Woods? Oh, James Woods, man. I got beef with him. <laughs> I don't actually, but I, I love James. Everybody does. It's funny because everybody always asks me why. It's funny. Actually, the manager of uh, Healing was just joking to me about it. He's like, dude, I live for your tweets on James Woods. I go, all right. So, number one, uh, the show's called Nobody Died. Um, this is a show I started with my very good friend and, and also Philly comic, Chris Wood, about two years ago, I guess, two, two and a half years ago. And it's basically, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show, This Is Not Happening on Comedy Central. Uh, Ari Shapiro hosted it. It's just uh, stand-up telling stories. We always laugh because you got to look at it like this. Stand-ups, when you're just sitting around at shows or open mics, everybody's just bullshitting, you know, you're telling stories and that. We started laughing like, man, you should do a show where it's just stand-up telling these stories and not, because there is a genre of, like, you know, storytellers and there is, you know, people that do it. But with stand-ups, the way they tell stories, it's like you're sitting at the bar or if you're sitting around with your best friend drinking and it's just, it's funnier, it's raw, it's it's right to the point. It's a story they've always known. So yeah. I told him this story that I've told on my podcast before. Um, I think it was the, uh, when, I, when I went to trial for the Flyers. And when I say trial for the Flyers, I mean I went down there at like 7 in the morning, shit face, and just started shooting <laughs> rocks with a street hockey stick. In the parking lot. And uh, Very he was laughing. He was like, dude, this we should do this show. And I said, all right. And the funny thing is, everybody always asks us why we call it Nobody Tied. And it's a real simple reason. I asked him. I was like, we got to call it something. You can't just call it, you know, stand-up stories. He was saying, Chris Wood literally looked at me. He goes, ah, ah, dude, I don't fucking know. Nobody died. I was like, that'll work. Then we're good. <laughs> so, and it just took off. And um, we did it in Philly. We did it at Frankie Bradley's, which is a great venue for it. Um, and then we took it on the road. We were up in upstate New York for a little bit. We took it um, down to Delaware, we're in D.C. Um, and it was funny because everyone's like, oh, it's like it's not happening. I was like, the funny thing is, if you look at the timeline, we had our show before Ari's. We, we, our show started before Ari's. But uh, we haven't done it in like a year and a half. So he hit me up like three weeks ago. I said, I want to bring Nobody Dies back. And I said, I would love to do it, man. But, you know, both of us have been really busy. And Creep Records in, um, in the Piazza in Northern Liberties, which is an amazing venue. Uh, it's a record store. But on the side of it, they have this giant venue. Or not giant, but it's like a mediocre venue. And mostly for bands, obviously. But they were like, we would love to do it. We think it's an amazing idea. It's great, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to do that on February 10th. And each show is themed. And we handpick the stories from stand-ups. And this theme is fights. So uh, <laughs> the stories we heard, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. I mean, Ryan Shaner, who I, I co-host my podcast with, he, he's, just, he's just a plethora of just insane stories. So it, it, it's going to be really good. We're only putting out 50 seats. We expect the thing to, I mean, we expect it to sell out pretty quickly. And we offer free beer for everyone wow. all night meaning because we have a oh, sponsorship man. through a buddy of ours and yeah you know, people are like oh what do you get a beer with a ticket i go no no no. like dude we know who's on this lineup we know how much beer we need to get there's going to be you know <laughs> i have 14 cases coming we fill up the trash cans trust me it's going to be good oh, man. um 
me and Jeff are there. Yeah, yeah don't forget <laughs> yeah, your you friends at the stoop. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, uh, so tell us a little bit about like, you know, the oh, my Go God. ahead. Uh, yeah, we just want to know a little something about your podcast. Uh, it's called uh, You Fucked It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the podcast. So, <clears throat> what was it? I guess, good God. I think like August or something. So, like, uh, me and Shane, or Ryan Shane, who's uh, one of my best friends and also a very, very funny Philly comic. Um, me and him have always just swapped stories back and forth about growing up and being idiots. <clears throat> and... Uh, <laughs> There was one time we were going up to Utica, New York, to do Nobody Died for the weekend. They, there was clubs up there that booked us for the weekend. We brought, like, five of our best comics and, and had stories put. And in the car, it was me and Shaner, and that ride, if you, ever, if you haven't been to Utica, New York, uh, don't. It's horrible. It's the worst <laughs> place in the world. I was getting ready to write it down, too, now forget it. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But the whole time, it's like a four-and-a-half, five-hour ride. We didn't realize until we were, like, pulling into the hotel that the whole time we went back and forth with stories the whole time. So mm-hmm. we came up with this idea. I said, why don't we just do a podcast? Because, like, you're a horse's ass. You know, <laughs> I'm a horse's ass. We've been we put our family and friends through so much shit in our teenage and young 20s. It's like we, could, we have, like, 90 seasons of this show. I was like, and we're not going to do a theme thing or, you know, whatever. Let's just, whatever. And he was like, what do you want to call it? I was like, I don't call it. Fuck it. You fucked it. Because that's what you did. You fucked it. I fucked it. And it's, we tried, like, we recorded it like seven or eight times uh, with, like, you know, me being like, welcome to Yavaka. And we're going to talk about this, about the format, this, that, and the other. It just doesn't work. Like, me and him don't work like that. So basically, our sound engineer, uh, Jimmy, he, we recorded his studio. He basically just presses record and doesn't tell us. So he lets us oh, get man. it going. And yeah, that's, that's what you hear on that podcast. It, it's not okay. us. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, that's how it is every single time. And, um, yeah, it just kind of took off and, and a lot of people love it and it's kind of crazy. And it's funny cause I'm like, this is just us talking. I don't, I don't know. All right. We'll keep talking about how we're idiots. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw you did like a live broadcast. Do you do that often? We haven't. We've been asked by the club to come by to do a live uh, show and do a live broadcast, but we've we've we were kind of we've been kind of waiting because I don't know. We we really didn't think this thing would do anything. We were just doing it to just kill Saturday mornings and day drink. You know, and it was like <laughs> yeah. now it's gotten to this point where it's like people want to come and do it at the clubs, and it's like. Um, we're not against it. We want to do it, but at the same time, it's like doing it live is, is a different is a different beast. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So this past weekend, we were asked by um, uh, this this company that that they are involved with uh, the which we call Fuck Cancer, which is a great charity, and yeah. they were doing this event at Tattoo Moms, and they were like, "Can you come by and do it?" And they were like, we were laughing because I was like, uh you sure you want us on there? All right. I mean, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. A lot of our stories promote very unhealthy living, but whatever. But, um, yeah, we went, uh, we went and we went first. It was great. You know, we had a blast and we did about an hour and it was me and Shannon just up there talking and like we normally do. And it, it went really well and it was a good time. And they, they raised a lot of money and we were happy to do it. And, um, we definitely want to do it live, you know, in the future. Um, I don't know about it in a comedy club. It's weird. 
Uh, we're, we're, you know, my roommates, Matt and Shane, they have a, uh, Shane Gillis and Matt McCusker have a podcast called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. And they did it live. It, it, was, it was really fun. Like, they do it, you know, they're different than us. It's not just me and Shane are walking out there sitting on stools and being like, yo, you remember that time we were dickheads with the cops? All right, that's cool. <laughs> you know, and keep it moving, you know. Uh, so that's so, um, that. That's awesome. That's great stuff. I love to do stuff like that. Um, basic question, guy question. We all know how well musicians do. Uh, do uh, stand-up comics, you guys got groupies? Are the ladies waiting around for I, you? To, I, you know? I wouldn't know, but I'm, I'm, I am in a very loving relationship as far as <laughs> Good you guys for you. know. Good for you. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, no, no. I have, I, have a, I have a girlfriend, and uh, you know she's great. She's, she's actually here tonight. I'm actually in the back alley of, of Helium right now doing this. I'm, I'm backstage doing this call right now. She's out in the bar with everybody. But uh, she's great, and everybody knows her, and you know the, all the clubs love her. It's funny because I keep telling her to be a manager. I don't know why she doesn't. But That's a good idea. You know, she's not. But yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's there's definitely. God, I hate to use this term, but it is a known term. It's not mine. Just so, Jewel, don't get mad at me because you're a woman. But I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> there's a term called chuckle fuckers. All right, now. Wow. <laughs> That is the term for comedy groupies. And there is, I mean, as far as headliners go, obviously there's, yeah. there's, more, there's tons of them in every city. But, I mean, you know, most of our hosts are features at the club. They're, they're there, too. You know, it's, it's, in, it's kind of insane. In this day and age where people just don't really want to make their own way and just kind of leech on to other people, it, there's a ton. It, it's absolutely absurd. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. that word now. He's going to use that all the time. <laughs> Oh What's that? God. I'm going to use that term all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah chuckle fuckers. See, I was a big skateboarder growing up, and we used to call the girls at Love Park where I skated growing up in Philly pro hoes. So I, I'm not I'm not, not familiar with oh terms like that. God. <laughs> I've heard a yeah, lot yeah. of lizards for the, for the truckers. <laughs> oh, dude, think about Pink, dude. Pink was a pro ho. She's about to sing the national anthem. Pink Man, was look a pro at that, Don't let you can be famous too. Pink, who's from... <laughs> Where's she from? Norristown or Doyle, something. Doylestown. Doyle Doylestown, yeah. yeah. She used to yeah. come down to Love Park, and uh, she used to be a pro-ho. She used to sit on the main ledge, which if you, and I don't know if you guys remember Love Park, but, like, if you're looking yeah. at the uh, sign of love, to the left of it, or left and right, there was two ledges. To the left, we used to call that the main ledge. That was the one we all skated. And uh, towards, like, the later afternoon, all the, all the little pro-hos would come and sit. Pink was one of them girls. Oh my God! Wow. You know what? I, all the time. I believe that because that's how she proposed to her dude. He was doing a lap on his dirt bike or whatever, and then she held up a sign like, "Will you marry me?" So she's thirsty. Uh, what a loser! <laughs> <laughs> what a pro ho! That is. I tend to think I tend to believe my wife is a chuckle fucker because uh, I ain't got much else to offer. But by you know being funny, Yo, so I go, think that's dude. her thing too. <laughs> and whatever works. Um, so uh, what do you got coming up in the future, Brian? Tell some people about some shows you got so coming we up. Have, and um, we can see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's see. Um, that's in New York. All right. So on the tenth though, in Philly, uh, February tenth, we at Creep Records, which is in the Piazza in Fishtown, uh, or Northern Liberty. Nice. That starts at 8... Well, the doors are at 8.30. The show will start at 9. But it's $10 at the door. There should be a link on Creep Records' um, website. If not, just pay at the door. But um, free beer. 
all night for everyone, and there's an after party, oh, which we haven't announced yet, but that's already confirmed. But there's a whole big after party where you don't have to pay for shit either. So uh, February 10th, it's Brian Fennell, Peggy O'Leary, Ryan Shaner, Chris Wood, and myself. It's going to be an amazing show. It's the return of Nobody Died. This show is going to be nuts. So I'm definitely come after so that. Cool. After that, I don't know. I'm, I'm places. I don't know. You can follow me. I'm following him. And I just fun. want to thank um, uh, Jess Carpenter real quick for uh, referring you to me. And um, I'm glad we met. And hopefully, you know, we can catch a show because me and Jeff are fans of comedy and free beer. So. <laughs> yeah, you guys would have a blast. And shout out to Jess Carpenter. I never get to see him that much anymore, but I love him to death. Yeah, that's the one guy I'm scared to drink with. But I love <laughs> yeah. Jess. Um, great guy. You and said yeah, you had you some stories about show, him. You let me know. Oh, yeah. I I used to run an open mic with him. That's a whole nother radio show. Let me explain something <laughs> yeah. to you. should ask him about the time we ran out of vodka because of Jess. That's wow. a real story. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's such a scary story. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> He's a good guy. But, um, yeah, so nobody died. Listen to You Fucked It. Wi-Fi, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and, you know, SoundCloud, all that stuff. Everybody can listen to that. And, um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Awesome. Definitely awesome. worth checking out because you had us laughing all night long. Uh, we appreciate you coming out again. Um, February 10th, Reap Records, $10 and all the beer you can drink. You can't beat it. Brian Six. Thanks, man, for coming on. This is great that I needed to laugh tonight. You're perfect. Good, man. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thank Absolutely. you, Brian. We'll talk to you have a good night. And, uh, hopefully, you can have you back. All right, sometime. guys. Have a great night. You too. You Thanks too. a lot. <laughs> wow, that was great. Needed that so bad. Brian Six, like I said, coming into the show, when the comedians come on, some of them are so great. And he was perfect. Really funny. Got the deep voice, nice dry delivery. And I got to tell you what, Jewel, I don't know what your plans are, and I don't know what my plans are, but February 10th, me, you, Cassie, Mike, the chuckle fuckers, creep records. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm down. And you know what else is in the piazza? Wahlburgers. So we'll go there, and then we'll go to Wahlburgers, and we'll shit on all the Boston fans. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. We, uh, we are both uh, friends of Brian now on Facebook, so sure I'm going to pester him. We got some uh, we also have a few um, similar friends. So we'll talk to them maybe about coming with us and checking out Brian. Brian Six, just like oh, it sounds. S-I-X, Brian Six. Uh, February 10th at Creepers at the Piazza. $10. Free beer. Comedy. What do you think? About seven comedians. Chuckle fuckers. You can't beat it. It's going to be ten comedians? Sorry, ten. Good, good count. Jewel, you're <laughs> Fun tonight as always too. Jewel really does have her finger on the pulse of the Philly scene, the Philly entertainment scene, the great band she brings in, great local comedians. You really do it. You're, you're phenomenal. I can't thank you. Oh, thank you. You know what? I look forward to finding these people because I love all our guests and they're great. And I love supporting them because they put out great stuff and, and we need to support local artists and you know, give voice to, to bands and comics who, who just need an extra platform. I'm more than happy to do it. It's seriously what I'm most passionate about. So thank you. I agree. It's terrific. That was the whole um, premise coming in. And I always talk about me and Jewel, our first sit-down meeting about being on the stoop and getting drunk. That's how we do it. Um, 
And I said, you know, we get um, celebrities. We try to get some Hollywood stars. And she came around and said, look, this is what I want to do. I want to hit the streets of Philly. I want Philly artists. I want Philly music. I want Philly comedians. I want Philly people on the show. And if you're not break it up, we can do a little bit of both. And that's what we've been doing here. And uh, we support everybody just the same because everybody's a, an amazing artist. Uh, from the comedian of Brian right here in Philly to the comedy of Hal Sparks out there in California or to the music of um, Sheenan Nosebleeds here to some Brianna James all the way out in California. So there's plenty of talent out there. We're here to get it. Yes. Bring it all in. Bring it all in. Enjoy the talent. It's funny. You get a comedian on the show and you're thinking, all right, let's see what this guy's got. I'm not going to laugh. And then right away he's got me cracking up just from like the first sentence he says. It's funny. My God, my side and my neck hurt from laughing because <laughs> my neck was already hurt. But now my side is hurting as well. So, no, he's because, great. <laughs> and it's funny because he said that in the beginning of the interview. I'm like, oh, my God, it's me. Because my brothers just say, oh, my God, you're so funny, dude. You should be a stand-up comedian. I really know I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, like, man. You do, you do impersonations of, like, family. So the family knows it's funny because you impersonate your family so well. But I can't go on stage and, like, hey, this is my Uncle uh, Frank. Hey, what are you doing? Like, nobody's going <laughs> to think that's funny. I don't know who the hell my Uncle Frank is. <laughs> to them, it's not funny. So, uh, that thing kind of laid it out right from the get-go. Hilarious, hilarious stuff. That has to and, be uh, the most scariest oh, thing, yeah. going to the open mic. Like, I get scared doing the show sometimes, and I can't imagine doing it in front of a crowd of people. That would be intimidating, for real. i got to talk Jewel off at least every other episode before we go on the air. And this is just us with, you know, our... Uh, or uh, avenue of listeners. So imagine getting her on yeah. stage. Go do that to a live version of the stoop. Oh goodness! Sorry, Jeff, because Jewel will be nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> be in the shadows. And, uh, yeah, be in the shadows. But it's funny. Like every question we tried to uh, ask, he had answers for like already, like within his stories. That's how good his stories were. Craziest. We wanted to ask him his craziest stand-up stories. He had them. We wanted to ask him like getting heckled and all that. And uh, apparently, your first time out, you're going to. So that's uh, you aspiring comedians out there. Your first time out, you're going to suck. Expect it. Expect it. You know, not everybody could be a pro. Yeah. Brian Six. Again, thank you so much for coming on the stoop. We loved it. Uh, okay, so let's go to what is coming up on the stoop. Um,. Got some episodes as we approach February. I really don't know where the hell January went. We kept saying, we got this jam-packed January, and now it's over. <laughs> but we ended know, up with a bang. Right? We ended with a bang, because uh, tonight yeah. was great. Uh, don't forget, special Stoop episode tomorrow night, where we actually will get on the air with Burt Ward TV's Batman. Great stuff. We're looking very forward to that. Uh, Jewel has a show for us February 5th, Messing Around is the name of the band, and they're going to be coming on the stoop, so we're looking forward yeah. to that. Um, coming up also in February, we're really looking forward to this one is going to be February 15th, and it is the Femmes of Rock on the stoop, gorgeous women that play the violin, and they play it to Classic song, uh, classic artists like ACDC, Led Zeppelin, The Who. They play their songs on stage with violins and a backup band. They're gorgeous. They're talented. 
It's great music and it's definitely worth listening to. And we're going to talk about that on the stoop here on the 15th. On the 28th, the show I am so very excited for. From the band Till Death Do Us Part, Emily Tate, daughter of Queensryche singer Jeff. Emily is wonderful. She's got a pretty powerful voice. She's got a good new band out there. Uh, her father, Jeff, has made some appearances. You'll see it on YouTube with them, and they, they sing together. It's amazing. Um, like I said, we've got more people we're working on. Jewel got some names, some people coming up. Yep. Uh, I, spoke, I spoke to this woman a couple times, and she might be on the show next week. On the, uh, Next week? The 7th? Or is it two weeks? Next week. 7th yep, is coming. Anyway, it's coming around right. the corner. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give her a name out, and hopefully she uh, agrees to come on. Um Former Playboy Playmate, former Baywatch girl, former actress, the gorgeous Erica Leniak. Uh, should be here on the 7th, if all goes well. That's going to be a show where we're not going to have Jewel, unfortunately. She's got a uh, prior engagement. Uh, so it's just going to be me and Erica Leniak. And I can't tell you how many times I've laid in bed of dreams that moment happening. <laughs> Jesus but I'll behave. It's going to be just me, so I have to behave. So I'm going to be doing it by myself. But, uh, yeah, that's looking like February 7th. It's looking like we're going to be joined by Eric Very, uh, very beautiful. The talented young ladies. We're certainly hoping that goes on. Uh, we got, Like I said, we've got other names that we're negotiating with that we're going to get on there soon. Stoop's going to keep rolling along. Um, we've got some people from uh, website people and people follow closely that work with the NBA and the NHL. Playoff time's coming soon, so we're going to get them on here. We're going to talk some sports. Um, so lots of stuff. You name it, we got it. We're going to keep hitting the streets of Philly to find artists. We're going to keep uh, hitting Hollywood to get some superstars in here. Yeah, and guys, tell your girlfriends to listen, because apparently you guys are the only ones listening. <laughs> yeah, we're like a 90% male audience. Are you kidding? <laughs> with a gorgeous host like this. We're where are all my chuckle fuckers? Where are you? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's true. <laughs> I am gonna burn that word out before the uh, evening is up. I, I do love. I don't think I'll call my wife that. <laughs> oh man! Take the pro ho. Yeah, pro ho. Yeah, good gracious. We got all the all the time. He was, he was very nice to apologize to you before you used the phrase, but yeah, it's the stoop. Okay. The moron host has, has said worse plenty of times. The world of radio, baby. The world of radio, baby. We bring it to you live and raw and crude. And there's no, um, what do we call that word? When they, uh, what? There's no, um, edits. <laughs> no, there's it's, no it's close. sound engineer. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no, um, take back no, <laughs> Nobody helping us run this thing but ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. There's no uh, good equipment. Uh, on for hours. There's Turning no, back time. Uh, <laughs> there's a great co-host, but a non-talented host. <laughs> uh, uh, there's no, there's no chuckle fuckers waiting outside of my house. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And tonight there's no beer. I have not had a sip of beer. It's killing me. Maybe that's part of my. That is your problem. Problem. I need it. Oh, no. So yeah, so uh we begin to pack it in here on another great episode tonight. Brian Six, fantastic. So we thank him for coming on. Also thank the good people of Block Talk Radio because the audio wasn't too good tonight. We actually heard each other quite well. 
been this not part. as many not as many skips and jumps and bleeps and blunders. My blunders, of course, come out of my mouth when I try to talk too fast. Slow it down. No, don't good. forget a very special episode of the Stoop tomorrow night. Yeah, we're doing Thursday. We're doing it with Rob and the Boy Wonder. Bert Ward. We're going to ask him about tucking in his package. Lots of other great stuff from his days. Boy Wonder on Batman. Lots of other great stuff. I'm so excited. Still so excited. excited. Still excited. I'm going to message this PR people again, remind them several times. Because, uh, like I said, I've watched some of his past interviews. The guy is hilarious. He's got stories, man. He has got some He stories. has no filter at all. He has, so yeah, he has no filter. I'm Robin got a lot of ass. What, what do you call them? <laughs> what is the superhero groupie? Uh, uh, Kate, that, Kate Bitch, Kate, Kate, Kate Ryder, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying. That's with so, that's with that's. No, that was horrible. The acronym. No, it's terrible. Do you know what a bat is? Do you know what bat stands for? No. No? Think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bats with bats. Bats with bats. I don't know. That was was horrible. I was thinking something with Cape. God, I'm going to say Cape Rape. That would have been horrible. We would have been off the air forever. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And I said it anyway like a jackass. I still let it out of my mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is going on here? Oh, my God. I always derail right at the end. I just stop the show like 10 minutes before I plan on stopping the show because I lose it at the very end. Cape Rape. What the hell that game? Cape Rape. Oh, my God. This is, a, this is Good night. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> sure. Thank you again for tuning in for the one two of you that are still here after that. <laughs> uh, I I hope that tonight wasn't Eric and Lenny said, Let me listen to the show and check out what they're all <laughs> oh, just me and Herb and dream about this forever. Yeah. Sorry, our guest oh, is canceled for tonight, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Come to my basement. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. Just stop right yeah. now. Stop. Stop. So anyway. Yeah, some, and again, not even a single sip of alcohol. I, however, wipe my ass with the cover of Madden 2018 featuring Tom Brady. Boo! Yeah, cause Tom Brady. Fucking... Need some eagles. You little pissant. So tomorrow, again, if you're listening, tomorrow we want people to call in, and we, you know, you can say something simple. You say fuck Brady. You can say fly eagles fly. You can do the eagle and you can give us a prediction score. Let's have some fun. Let's have some people come on tomorrow. Call You're in. just not allowed to call in. Excited to talk so, to you. A few words you're not allowed to say. Not allowed to say go Patriots. Not allowed nope. to say that Jules better than Jeff. Nope. And you're not what? allowed to say chuckle fucker. That's it. That's the last <laughs> time you're hearing that phrase on this show ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jules will PA. <sighs> Jules got her state sweatshirt on, her Eagles camouflage hat on. Represent. PA represent. PA represent. Where was I just at? Someone's from Pittsburgh and didn't want to. Oh, it was at work. And some guy was a Pittsburgh fan, but didn't want to root on the Eagles. I'm like, you have PA pride, sir. I tell you, a lot of people are that way. Like, um, and Patriots fans said to me, you guys, like, same state, you don't root for each other? Fuck no, I can give a rat's no. ass about the Steelers. No, I, I hate, hate the Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> I freaking hate the Steelers. 
just so much. I only like the Steelers. I like the Steelers during fantasy football because Le'Veon Bell is like my man. He's like the king of fantasy football. And that's when I like the Steelers. Other than that, I hate that team. Yeah. I hate every team. I hate every team but the Eagles. I really I'm do. Loyal. People always say, who's your favorite team in all these sports? The Sixers, the Flyers, the Phillies, and the Eagles. Who's your second Tennessee. favorite team? Nobody. Well, yeah, Kyle Ray, Kyle Who's your second favorite team? Nobody. Oh, I'm a second favorite team. I like my team. <laughs> I like situations. Uh, I like certain players, but I like my teams. Your second and you know what? favorite team. I like, I like kick myself because back in, like, my early high school days, I'm talking about middle school, like, I wore, I don't even want to say this, I wore a Yankees hat. Oh, my I thought, God. I it, was it only lasted, like, a week. But there's definitely a picture of me in it, <laughs> and it's total blackmail. And then I also had a uh, Michigan, not Michigan State, just uh, University of Michigan hat. Yeah. And I don't know who the hell let me wear that. <laughs> I, I got a question cool. for you. You may not have realized. Is your shoulder better? Because you have just flung your shoulder in the air probably about 900 times in a row right there. You know what? I don't know if you can <laughs> hear it, but it cracked. It cracked a good amount. and it feels It's going to fall loser. off. I think I think this captain helps. Captain, and I'm doing my fly like? eagle fly, like St. Joe's. Is that your third? Is that your third or fourth? Third. Third. Oh, girl. Made Our jewelry, You can't help but love her. <laughs> All right, so let's pack it in for this evening. We thank you again for listening to the Super Radio Show. We thank Brian Six for joining us and tune in tomorrow. Batman's Burt War to be on the show. Batman for the amazing, the wonderful. The lovely, the stupendous, the hostess with the most is Miss Jewel Tatey. I am Jeff Shark Perini, reminding everybody out there in New England, don't be a douche. And be nice to people, except for Patriot fans. Yeah, now you're cooking. <laughs> Unless they're... Or, what did we do last time? Never mind. Now, Unless fuck they're chuckle fans. fuckers. <laughs> yeah, be nice to chuckle fuckers. Because one no. day you might need them. <laughs> Don't be nice to chocolate fuckers. No. Freaking hoes. Um, so they love to. I didn't know his situation. He's like, I, I've been in, I'm in a very loving relationship. I didn't say he wasn't. Good for him. Uh, who do we have on? Oh, my God. I hate to do this. We, we derailed again. Um, oh, Du Coran. Remember he was like how anti-ho he was? Groupie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That was funny stuff. I'm like, how about the girls? Like, oh, God, man, there's some girls, man. I'm not turned on by that. Oh, God. Skeezers, dude. Skeezers, dude. Skeezers. <laughs> All right. You know the name. She's Jewel. I'm Jeff. Thanks again. And, of course, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And cut before I say anything else dumb. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.